Too long to be a student film, too unsexy to be pornography. This week on King Me, Creep Show 3. King Me. King me. <laughs> Welcome to King Me, the official podcast of Kinging Me. The official podcast of being pretty sick in like the dumbest way uh, <laughs> for the dumbest reason. Yeah, who gets the flu in Arizona? Uh, Come on. It's not the flu. I wish it was the flu. The flu isn't this I'm this is truly humiliating. I like I usually when I get high on marijuana, I use edibles. But I smoked marijuana. Uh, I ground it into a finer, uh, a fine powder, a fine type paste. Yep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a thick, viscous paste, <laughs> and I rubbed it into my gums. No, I smoked it out of a bowl, yeah. and I like immediately got like a like a respiratory infection <laughs> type of thing. Like I, I'm just drowning in my own lung fluids now. Huh. So this is the official podcast of that. Sounds like a pretty. Pretty fucking lightweight over there. Yeah, I'll say I'm. I'm. You know, strong breeze will carry me away. I'm. I'm. I'm a real little guy. Uh, is there anything you want to make this the official podcast of this week? The official podcast of unofficial sequels. Huh. Oh yes. Is this like un an unlawful sequel? I don't. I honestly, I don't know. Um, it's it can't possibly be unlawful, right? <laughs> like. I, think that's... I don't know. I mean, maybe not for licensing reasons. Something else could have happened. Yeah. Uh, you know, violating union terms or something. Hmm. But I'll tell you what. Here to talk more about union terms. Uh, we have we have a guest this week. <laughs> uh, he's <laughs> he's one of the hosts of Go Off Kings, uh, the the wonderful, delightful Twitch stream. Uh, he's a, he's a good guy. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> hey hey Rob Wisman, how are you? What's up, guys? Great. Hey, yeah. uh, you, the, you can call me Wisman for the remainder of the podcast if you want. If that's easier. Oh, to to help delineate. <clears throat> yeah, we got two Robs, and that's going to be chaos soon. So, what's that <laughs> fine? Hey, when, once right. we start All yelling right. at each other, that will yeah just <clears throat> descend into chaos. Yeah. yeah, once the gloves come off, um, I'll I'll just or I can speak very generally, and uh, I'll just like throw. Throw a conversation starter in between you guys and let you duke it out. <laughs> Roberto, hey, Roberto. I'm down. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Rob, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, what? Oh, well, fantastic. That's a huge relief to me. Um, what's what's like your what's your history with Stephen King generally and with the creep show films? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I've pretty limited knowledge on Stephen King. Uh, me too. Shawsh Shawshank, The Shining. Uh, that was about it for me. Stand by me. If All the can. great. Yeah, the good ones. All the great S's, uh, S-H's of the Stephen King canon. <laughs> Yo, the Shawsh's, The Shinings. His, his, uh, his um, oh, Carrie is also wonderful. But his movies, the TV ones, are just... Entirely too long for me to dedicate an entire Saturday afternoon to, so I just stay away from them. Yeah, I think uh, I think when I was in L.A. last and we were hanging out, I was talking about uh, 
the TV series Nightmares and Dreamscapes that we were covering. <laughs> we just finished that. <laughs> yeah. Well, when were you out there? Like six months ago? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it, I think it was about six months ago now. Um, yeah. That was. Hey, by the way, um, Avon Rob. Oh, yeah. <laughs> congrats, congrats to us. We're we're out. Oh man, we're done. Yeah, it, that was a long, a long road, but we're we're out Hard now. Fought, and we get yes. to watch and we're, good movies now, like Creep Show Three. <laughs> yes. Now, um, Wisman Rob, have you seen <laughs> the first two? <clears throat> uh, Creep Show was. I think like the second DVD I ever owned. I got it as a Christmas present really? from my uh, aunt, and I became obsessed with it for a while. It was very cool. Uh, Stephen King growing moss all over himself. That, I think. Yeah, it's one of the hell yeah. hell yeah, that's a great uh, one. Yeah, I can't recall too many concrete details from it, but I remember it being like a movie I watched a lot. Uh, never saw Creep Show two, and. Fucking hated this one, so <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah, I think. Look, let's let's all see if we're on the same page here. I also hated this. <clears throat> this was unbearable. Yeah, this was really hard to watch. Um, I felt bad <laughs> that we uh, we made uh, Weissman watch this. <laughs> um, I I think yeah, it's it's a cruel thing. Yeah. I think we invite people on this show. We come at them. We approach it with like a good attitude, like everyone's gonna have fun. Um, but first, I'm not gonna lie. Gonna have to eat shit for 90 minutes. Yeah. Uh, I watched this movie on 1.5 speed. <laughs> that's that's out, oh hell yeah. Oh, that's that's good. Um, yeah, I feel I at, at, at what point? At what point did you realize it was gonna be a 1.5? <laughs> uh, from the first scene where. Uh, Alice is talking to her family mm. and it's just so weirdly paced and edited. I couldn't bear it. I had to speed it up to get it over with. Right. And it's like, it's so weird that they take that conversation and repeat it three times. Like as though, it, I mean, like, you know, if, if that's the device you're going to go with, make sure it, it works. I think before you have three separate sets of actors do it. Um, now, when you say talking to her family, are you talking about her white family, her black family, or her Latino family? Uh, the first one. Yeah, the white, the original yeah. family. It's so We're... oddly edited. I watched it twice, actually. It's the, the grandma so has a real Claudette from the room vibe. Oh, my God. Yeah, she does. Yeah, that whole scene did. That's what I <laughs> thought the tone for the whole movie was going to be. That's why I sped it up. And, uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it like it does level off a little bit after that particular weirdness, but overall, oh boy, yeah, that's a what a snooze bad movie. way to start any movie, I think, um, by immediately like repeating the same scene before like any yeah. of the ground rules are set. <laughs> um, well, like, yeah, so uh, let's dive right into it. Well, I do first want to talk about the uh, the little animated opening sequence, which is. Uh, a trademark, a signature of these movies. However, this one was like not in the style of the other creep shows. It doesn't have that like pulp comic feel to mm -hmm. it. It 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 feels like um like a almost like a corn music video or something. Like it <laughs> yeah. felt very hot topic. It, it's like felt like very they new pulled metal. someone off deviant art and uh, had them yes. do it. That's what it felt like. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Yeah. And like, so the whole, I mean, the little story of that opening sequence is a kid gets a dog and then turns it into hot dogs. Right. And, and do you get it? (laughs) Um, in the first two movies, like the main, the, the, the creeper, like was the guy he was like the the crypt keeper or something for this series he was like a hooded ghouly guy who sort of like you know he was in between all these stories this time it's like the budget there's no budget for like actual animation like you said like it's just this terrible uh like cgi flash animated yeah yeah um and we (laughs) we don't it, it it like never comes up again so it's well yes and no i mean there's the hot dog cart is visible in like yeah well right some of these sure but also like that's not even the connecting thread of everything <laughs> right all of these stories so, run into each other i like that it's, about it and it's i i actually kind of like that about it too um it you know it in the first two none of none of the segments are connected this one the connected tissue in those was was the that animation in between or whatever with the creeper um right and the fact that like all of these characters are just interacting in the same uh same town it seems like of uh i think it's creepville is where they all creepyville creepyville Creepyville. jesus christ yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah um i saw that I, i i got I had to I had to step away for a few minutes no. catch my breath. Yeah, it's too Start scary. Hyperventilating. Yeah, it's way too scary. <laughs> this is it's like being in two haunted houses at once. <laughs> um, so this first story, Alice. Uh, we kind of we we've said a couple things about it. One is that she has three families of different uh, ethnicities. Um, so the setup here. It's like a girl walking home from school, I guess. She's on the phone with her friend Mm -hmm. and she's being like, she's doing, you know, teenage girl stuff. She's saying like, what is it? Can I, we have to go to the mall. I have to have those shoes I saw yesterday. That's (laughs) The the second I realized this movie was going to be terrible was in the background of that scene. There are two dudes playing catch with like a dodgeball. (laughs) <laughs> and it looks what? like they're not even supposed to be in the scene. It's like they <laughs> had no idea a movie was being filmed. So, really yeah, funny. You get that. I get that vibe from some of the principal cast as well, though. <laughs> yeah. um, so the dodgeball, though, that's like also, <clears throat> is it the dodgeball that keeps hitting her in the head? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like she's, so, I, I don't know. This This is equal parts like. There's a, a click element to all of this. Yeah, it, there's it's a very black mirrory for the first half of the movie. It's technology yeah, going like, to on everyone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know these are dangerous times we live in. Um, so she goes home, and her brother's—I don't know what's her her brother says something gross. Oh, he says she's like on a diet, and she gets very upset about that, and then the grandma starts saying to this like 16 year old that she's never going to get married because she has no ass <laughs> at 16. Yeah. <laughs> you know um, how grandmothers are like inappropriate. They say the darndest things. Well, that's the thing. They're just, they're, they're so wholesome that when they do say something like that, it's like, what? <laughs> grandma. Oh, she is, she is out of the retirement community and she is feeling herself. She, so she's doing that. 
And the whole time the dad is like futzing with this universal remote that who gave him? Uh, the professor gave it to him. The professor did? Yeah, uh, the professor is kind of, uh, he might be the creeper here because I feel like he's a big part of most of this. All of, but he's also just, just the creeper. I looked it up. The homeless dude. Uh, the legless the, homeless man? The, yeah. The guy who won't stop screaming? <laughs> yes. Oh my god! I couldn't. I I had very little patience for that man. He he was he was absolutely unhinged. I'm afraid. Um, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, yes, he has the radio. Oh, but you know what? I'm thinking about it. There is that scene where the professor yeah the, like goes to him for something. The professor gave him the radio, and he's like, "How are these radios selling?" <laughs> oh. So it's very clear who's in, or very unclear who's in charge. Then. Yeah, they seem to wield equal power. Um, the professor is a man of science, and the homeless guy is a master of the mystic arts. <laughs> Does that sound right? Yeah, that's. I think that's close enough. All right, good, good, uh, good stuff. So we we go we revisit Alice. Smash cut to Alice's living room. Um, everyone's fighting. Grandma's saying the n-word or something <laughs> and uh the dad's like he's he's playing with his new universal remote mm-hmm. a thing that you're always really excited to get a, a new universal remote and he presses the color button oh, and then there's like some like wobbly uh visual effects mm-hmm. that show you that we're being transported somewhere and the next thing you know alice's family is black yeah. and i thought I- <laughs> yeah i thought for like five seconds that that was going to be the rest of this short <laughs> i thought it was that just gonna be great. her grappling yeah i i think we could have all learned a lot uh i didn't understand it why case. uh her original her true form is what she kept turning into and what does that mean anyone i think it means she's like ugly <laughs> on the inside oh yeah that, she wanted right? to go to the mall and get shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this movie yeah, I mean this movie in general doesn't seem to really uh like women, but this no. especially just like demonizing a, a a a teenager for wanting to go to the mall is pretty insane. Yeah. Uh I, I all of these segments too, they they take uh they take turns that don't seem like they they're unmotivated, I think. Um like when she's, you know, after after she goes back into the house and the, her family is all black, uh, the father hits the button again, and it starts over. And the, like you said, the family is all Hispanic; they're all speaking Spanish. And somebody hits the button again, and then she starts like, like all like her body becomes deformed and starts like yeah, I don't know. She's she like has a melting. club foot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, she got like an evil yeah, death thing f- going on with her hand. Yeah, yeah, it's really all like it. it. It it comes out of like nowhere. There is no absolutely. Uh, there is no setup for that at all. Right, because the first two times, like the first time, the dad hits the color button, and that's very funny. Then black dad hits the language button. Like <laughs> oh, that's, that's why right. that happens. Yes. And then what button? turn what what button on a remote control could we possibly attach to just turning into a a toxic event (laughs) Uh. 
Um, Ain't nobody. I, no. My question is, why didn't the black family just begin speaking Spanish? Well, you see, um, because only Latino people speak Spanish. And, Got it. Uh, yeah. We still do <laughs> Look, have those buttons on remotes, the SAP, where you turn the language I don't know. I, I don't actually oh, know. I don't have the uh, cable. When it when mm-hmm. it turns into the Spanish family, the father hits the button to adjust the signal, and that's oh. that's why she becomes a toxic avenger. That's one cool uh, thing about this movie. The dad in this, I was happy to see him. It's this guy from. Have you guys seen uh, Escape from Tomorrow? Escape from Tomorrow. That's it. Yeah. Film <laughs> inside Disneyland without them knowing. That was the dad from that movie, so I was excited to see him. Again. Yeah, he's oh, he's getting worse. Good for him. Yeah, you should check that movie out if you haven't. It's, it's something. I have not seen that. They filmed the entire right. thing in Disneyland, gorilla style, without the Disneyland employees knowing. It's the backstory of it is far better than the movie, but worth checking <laughs> out. Yeah, I, I still love that. I... I like anyone who's willing to stick it to the Disney Corporation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so Alice is becoming the Toxic Avenger. She, yeah, I think also just to like set up how uh, quote unquote shitty she is. Yeah. They have her go into the professor's house and start eating a wedding cake with her hands. Yeah. Or her good hand. Yeah, she right, she starts taking like handfuls of chips and drinking uh Jameson straight out of the bottle. Um and and yeah, and then the then her mouth is full of cake and whiskey and the mailman comes in and she has to it just like drags on forever. She has to like spit up this food and talk to talk to the mailman whatever right there's like that weird thing where she goes into the kitchen to find milk but there's no milk yeah <laughs> which is weirdly a call forward to the the radio story uh, oh wait it, dan is this a good movie hold on oh yeah this this must be a good movie Oh, okay all right <laughs> yeah what? there's a call forward therefore <coughs> yeah I, yeah, so uh, my mistake was, yeah, go ahead. No, she goes, this door opens with this like light behind it, and she walks through the door, and then everything is back to normal. She goes back to her original family, everything is fine. And then the dad is still futzing with the remote, and he hits another button, and uh, she turns into full blown, like full body, just pussy open sores. And uh, the whole family freaks she out. Is a- her whole body is a weeping wound. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. She and then, wanted to go to the mall. That's what those people look like. Don't you? <laughs> she wore those shoes. Her right. <laughs> yeah. And then so the, the dad, who's a detective, who's a, a police officer, uh, grabs his gun and starts waving it around like, uh, you know, nobody has ever done before. <laughs> and he's going to shoot this monster that was just in his house. And then uh, the family doesn't know. Uh, the professor comes out and he's like, "You're a really shitty person, and that's why I did this to you." And then he turns her into a, a rabbit. Yes, which he then keeps as a pet. Right, and then which is the fam- super fucked up. <laughs> yeah, no, it's super fucked up. And then the family doesn't recall having a daughter at all. Like they just don't. It, it, like it, she wasn't even there. Like she never existed. Everybody. So you got Alice, and you got the rabbit. Is this uh? Is this oh, an Alice you're in right. Wonderland? It is. 
Uh, I'm only just realizing it now, but yeah, it absolutely is that. Uh, okay, <laughs> I hate this even more now. <laughs> yeah, nothing makes me angrier than when just a shitty movie is like, you know, I've I've seen other movies. <laughs> uh, thank you. All right. Oh God. So so that that all happens, uh, and then yeah, that's segment we... one. Ugh. Of like seven segments. This is like <laughs> it, the, they jam a lot in here. They do. I appreciate. They really do. I... How these were all interconnected stories. Yes. If they were, if they were just standalones and the characters didn't uh, come into the other se- uh, segments, I don't know if it would have been as good. I mean, still shitty. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. I. So I mean, this like, movie fucked me up, guys. I've, I think I forgot every state capital in this movie. <laughs> I, my brain is not working right now. No, that's no. Just, I that makes sense. This. I mean, this movie. It. It's almost two hours long. It's like an hour forty-five or an hour fifty or something. Um, everybody is terrible in it, and it. I don't know. Like it sucks. It sucks out your like all the energy in your body. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No I feel like I have better. mono. Yeah, you got very uh, sick from yeah this movie. <laughs> from this movie, sapped me of my white blood cells. <laughs> I watched it hungover, so it was oh that just no. amplified the shittiness. It was yeah unbearable. Um, all right, what's the this second segment? What what the fuck? What what is what is this about? Which one's the second? The one, one? with the radio. The, the radio. Oh, there's. Oh, um, yeah. So okay, so Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> uh, plays a a lovable oaf, right? I believe. Um, you know, um, he no. So the, the oh, okay. Geez. This this you do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna okay. So there's a security guard, right? Who, we I don't know what he. Do we know what he's guarding? What he is actually like. Protecting. He works for right? that neighborhood patrol that shows up okay. later in the movie. All right. So I thought he worked for a movie studio. What was that producer? What was his deal? Worked right. for what? Like, that's why it's confusing. Right. There's a, a movie producer or something who gets out of the car. He's on the phone, and the security guard stops him. He's like, "Hey, you need to have like whatever ID." And the guy tells him like, "Go fuck himself." And Give him the finger. Yeah. The guys. All the right. Finger. Yeah. Let's go with that. Ugh. <laughs> um no but so do you, you say guys the finger guys, it's the finger <laughs> it's, you can't just do that yeah okay it it's it sure it's just a finger but it's also more than just a <laughs> finger you know so this uh, security guard um he lives in a terrible apartment building that's seems to be run by uh, a pimp right like the whole place is run by mm-hmm. a pimp and eat. Now, how did you know he was a pimp? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah. This is, I'm just putting this together myself. It wasn't. Oh, you didn't. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty subtle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Truly, he didn't mistreat Leon, any women right? in this segment. Yeah. This he... movie was not kind of women, was it? In retrospect, no. no this was uh, also a in time. like in enduring spect. <laughs> it's like, oh come on. Two thousand six. This was yeah. That uh, was yeah. It was. We didn't know yet. We didn't. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know as much back then. 
this very recent movie. Oh, um, God. Yeah, so the apartment building, it seems like it's more of a brothel than I, an apartment building. Yes. Because this is also the building later on where we find out that the monster man is hosting sex parties for the doctor. <laughs> now, I realize that sentence makes this movie sound super fucking cool. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's um, never explained, yeah. by the way. No, that's never explained. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, we just eyes wide shut thing going on, and then they all turn into vampires, and that's it. Next segment. Yeah, and it's weird because that <laughs> is like if you map this out, that chronologically happens before he is introduced. You know, oh, like it takes place before the Rachel story. Oh, right, because he sees that business card. Yeah. Oh my god. Which, like, why? Because he looked her up on the computer. Oh man, is this movie like Pulp Fiction? Is this movie good? Is this mo- it's is really it like a good. good Pulp Fiction? <laughs> yeah. It, Are sex workers like uh, a... known to carry business cards with them? <laughs> I think so, yeah. This way there's a paper trail. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the security guard, he uh, he goes home, and he just wants to listen to his goddamn radio. <laughs> That's, uh, he doesn't No TV or anything. Oh, he, the radio that he bought from uh, the guy where we've decided is the creep yeah he uh he goes out he buys a radio from a homeless man it's this tiny transistor radio and as soon as he gets it home it starts talking to him it has a lady's voice that starts telling him things right Mm. start it starts with like uh you know clean up your apartment and cook yourself dinner like basically just telling him how to be a grown-up sure and uh of, wow, uh, this movie is just really toxic. Oh my this god, is, this is bad. Yeah. It's uh, sort of like a her. Remember <laughs> her? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a lot like her. Yeah. Uh, it eventually starts. It tells him like how to get a bunch of money, um, just by like finding a shoebox full of money in an abandoned building. Yeah, I don't. But the radio. Okay, so he yeah. The radio makes him go get a bunch of money mm-hmm. in an abandoned building. Yes. Um, and then on his way back into the building, the couple that is constantly having fist fights, fist fights next door to him. Um, you know what? I think that's a mischaracterization. I think the guy just hits his his girlfriend a lot. Yeah, I think, and I think they're I think, both. I don't think it's a two way street. I think they're both drug addicts. I think that's also part of the deal. <coughs> yeah. Um, he sees. He sees uh what's our guy's name here? Um security guard 1. Security that's not his name. That's not his character's name. Um no, it's um Jerry. Jer- yeah, yeah, Jerry. She says yeah, it Jerry. a of fucking thousand Jerry. times. Yeah, I don't know how I could manage to forget that. Um it's like Rick and Morty levels of saying Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um so she's like Jerry he saw the money, Jerry. You're going to have to Jerry kill him. <laughs> and ultimately, he's like, I'm not going to kill him. Then later that night, that guy is trying to break into his apartment. So he does kill him. And then he kills the guy's girlfriend and stages it to look like a murder-suicide. Right. Am I getting that right? Yes. Um, and then the, the, the father from the first segment shows up at Jerry's house to ask him a bunch of questions. And then there's this whole He's thing about him with that remote. milk. 
Uh, oh, they're God. both drinking a tall glass of milk. Um, and I don't know if the yeah. detective maybe they're drinking milk. Him. Yeah. Well, they're drinking milk, and then the detective asks for more milk, and Jerry says he's out of milk. Um, detective leaves for a second. Jerry pours himself some milk. <laughs> detective comes back and sees that Jerry's drinking milk and says, hey, Jerry, I thought you were out of milk. He says, doesn't he say, like, I found some more milk? <laughs> yeah, he does say that, yeah. <laughs> So, like, I is that a telltale sign that someone is hiding something, is that they won't share their milk with you? <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm understanding this very good movie. This, oh, God. That's why this movie is so fucking it. exhausting, is everything is, is, like, done so fucking deliberately. Like, oh, the milk? Oh, do you have more milk? No. Yes, I do. I'm drinking it. What? <laughs> uh it's uh Chekhov's uh Chekhov's milk as they say. Um, um total Chekhov's hot dog in this film. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. There was. big time. Yeah. Big time Chekhov's hot dog. Uh Chekhov's a lot of things, I think. There's there's a lot of calls forward in this. Uh, and yeah. the the reaction you have when they pay off is just to be like, "Oh yeah. I remember <laughs> Uh, remember this guy from the first one he's the fucking cop in this one (laughs) yeah Yeah. Uh, guess how that comes into play it doesn't (laughs) (laughs) um we see that we do see the rabbit one final time at the end that was nice yeah yeah he takes the rabbit on his presumably on on his honeymoon (laughs) with his dead wife (laughs) Oh, that's again. Yeah, yeah, we gotta... I keep making this movie sound way better than. <laughs> <I did. laughs> uh, oh, we'll get there. I can't yeah, wait for this. Yeah, we got to We got to get the there. Professor's wife. Um, the uh, I yeah. <laughs> one of the other characters in the movie is uh one of the prostitutes. Her name is, um, Eva, and she Jerry oh, Jerry has a thing for her. They kind of she kind of flirts with him and stuff. And once he steals the money, uh, she she comes to him and she's like, you got to help me, Jerry. And they both, they're like, okay, let's go. And then they're on the road for one scene, one more scene. They get like, they go to a farmhouse and the whole time the radio is telling them that, you know, she's going to kill you the second yeah. you know, she gets a chance. Don't, don't trust her. I believe it's exact words are, she's a whore, Jerry. Oh my God. <laughs> Those are the words. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> these are the words. Um, yeah, so the whole time it's like she's gonna double cross you, and he's like, "No, nah, I don't think so." Um, and like as the audience, I'm like, "Yeah, why would she? She's in a bind. He's in a bind. This could really work out." Um, but like in her whole setup for like why she should or why she should go with him, she just like reveals. A lot, a lot of information about the the pimp, mm-hmm. uh, whose name is what's his name, Leon. Yeah, Leon. Yep. Uh, yes. Um. And and that he has like more mon- more money stashed away somewhere else. So that's where they're going. They're going to get this money, and then they're going to light out for the coast, make a new life. Mm-hmm. Um. As he, yeah, the radio keeps being like killer, killer. She gets out of the car to pee real quick, and that's when he's talking to the radio and eventually he he's like enough's enough and he goes and he grabs a crowbar oh no you think he's gonna he's gonna kill eva with this crowbar mm-hmm. 
In what's he do instead? Oh, he beats the radio. Yeah, he smashes up that radio. Good. Yeah, he's free. He's finally free. Oh, but then what? And here's the turn. Here we go. Lay it on here, us. Here we go. Uh, well, Eva shoots him. Shoots mm. him in the back. Shoots him dead. <laughs> shoots him in the back. Yep. All right now, yep. as and a there. vampire, he's a vampire, right? This is the same dude who's a vampire. Wait, no, no. 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 Oh, no. that. Oh, that's the. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Another shocking Man. twist. Oh. Yeah. This. Uh, yeah. Uh, this was a hard one to keep up with. <laughs> no. So she shoots him, and then she's like, "All right, I've done it. Now let's get out of here." And as she turns to the car, she gets shot in the head, and uh, Leon is like in the bushes with like a sniper rifle, and the <laughs> the radio. I don't know if that's exactly right. No, I'm pretty sure that's exactly right. Uh, she's been there for three days yeah he uh and what happened was he has a radio of his own that's talking to him and uh yeah the end of segment so is it now here's my question is it the same radio is it a double crossing radio it's the same voice uh so yeah it's the same radio i'm fairly certain that is an episode of black mirror where two where, people where radio... both have a both have a voice like telling them what to do, and the big twist at the end is so does the other guy. Oh man, this came out so, in two thousand and six. So. Yeah, explain yourself, Charlie Brooker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just been copying Creepshow three. We gotta go back and check for traces of uh, Lawnmower Man two in Black Mirror. <laughs> Could come up. Could be. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's how that one ends. Is the next one the one with the vampire mouth? Yes, it's with the uh, serial killing uh, sex worker. Call girl. Call girl. As, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> with, um, with, she, she, we're introduced to her. She, we hear like screaming coming from like uh, one of the rooms in this apartment building, and you're supposed to think, oh, it's just people. Just fucking away. And it's not. It's murder. It's just a little bit of moida. Wow, what a really interesting insight. Yeah. This movie, this uh, movie's this exhausting, movie. huh? <laughs> every, yeah. <laughs> every every turn has to be like every scene has to be like some sort of reveal. Um <laughs> uh, some <laughs> twist. Uh <sighs> So this yes. this girl, she comes out and she's like wiping the blood off of a knife. It's like she she might as well be twisting her mustache. Also, um, <laughs> she uh, and then she gets another phone call from this kid who's like, you know, hey, uh, looking for a little company tonight and whatever. And so we're we're supposed to suspect she's gonna she's gonna murder this like uh, you know punk ass kid who's uh, hiring a prostitute. And like when he. When he hangs up the phone, he like throws his hands behind his head. He's just like, "All right," and then he smells himself. Yeah, doesn't he? He smells himself, and he's like, "Oh, I need a shower. I gotta, you know, I gotta clean myself up," which doesn't. Which <laughs> doesn't. it makes sense. It makes sense for this part of the head fake, but after the reveal, <laughs> right? That doesn't make any sense. Unless he's like, "Oh, I smell like a monster. <laughs> I need to wash the monster smell off of me." Well, yeah, but he's also like, he's also playing it up when he's alone. He's playing it like he's like a younger guy, like a you know he's being like a stupid kid who like he does that thing where he licks his fingers and like adjusts his eyebrows. Like why? 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Uh, all right. So whatever. She <laughs> fucking whatever. Well, he's a movie. he's a vampire, correct? So how old do you think he really is? I'm guessing oh. well into his hundreds. Yeah, I mean the he has the sideburns of a distinguished older man. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna agree with you. He's at least two hundred years old. Um. He he's also this actor has had exactly three roles. Oh, what are they? Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I'm just saying, like, I'm thinking of his hair and like he's so locked into 2006 with it that it also killed his career. <laughs> what else was he in? Uh, he looks familiar to me. He was. He's in. Well, you may know him from the Click, or sorry. It's either called <laughs> The Click or Death Click, depending on whether you're looking at the title on IMDb or the poster for the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was in Death Click and Dark Horizon. Right. These are better movies, yeah. I'm sure. Did that? Did neither of those ring a bell? Neither. No. I have no idea who this guy is. Yeah, I don't think I have any idea who anyone in this movie is like these are not these are i yeah. i'll tell you what i've been like clicking through to people's imdb pages like as we're talking death clicking go on i've been what <laughs> death clicking go on death <laughs> sure and i like it's sh- stunning to me just how many movies have been made <laughs> just like <laughs> that are out there available for people yeah because Guys like the guy who played Jerry has 40 credits. Uh, oh, man. But, yeah. Well, all right. So um, she comes over to his, uh, his what we are to believe is his parents' house. Uh, as she's driving over, she's listening to the radio and hears uh, a news story about a serial killer uh, that the police now believe to be female and a, and a sex worker mm-hmm. who they've dubbed the call girl killer and they have her uh do some throwaway line where she's like ha very clever <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i think it's fine honestly yeah i thought it was it, uh you know that's how they name murders is just like exactly <laughs> pick out like one characteristic and and murder <laughs> yeah, well that name sounds it. like it's someone who kills call girls so Ooh. i don't think it's as good as it could be oh yeah that, you know what? I hadn't considered that. Uh, I don't think this movie's good anymore. <laughs> I, I, I'm doing a hard 180 on Creepshow Three. Uh, oh, so well, also, okay. As I also can we oh. can we talk about the real Carl Girl Killer for a second? Uh, Alex yeah. uh, Titchelman or Tickleman, who is a <laughs> prostitute. So she. She's the real call girl killer from 2015. Um, she got sentenced to six years in jail for wait <laughs> from 2015. Yeah, this movie predicted a serial killer. Yeah. Huh. What? Yeah. No, this is uh, this is a real real story. <laughs> this is this really happened. Well, what the uh, fuck are the you talking of- about? Uh, monster is about uh, yeah. prostitute people, right? This yeah. isn't. This oh, yeah. is the second oldest profession. <laughs> <laughs> <Total> <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> prostituting and then killing prostitutes or prostitute killer. Wow. Yeah. This is this is blowing me away. What <laughs> else has this movie What else will we come to find that this movie has predicted? Uh well, I mean, is it okay? Will it be no, never mind. Forget well, yeah. it. Yeah. Why I, so when the when the this uh girl gets here, right? She she obviously has murder on the brain. This guy is like, okay, I want to let's have sex, but I want you to tie me up and blindfold me. Like he makes it's very specific <laughs> what he is looking for here. Um, and we're all supposed to be like, oh no, she's gonna kill him, but good. And then she stabs him in the chest. And then he then what happens? <laughs> then he just turns into. Well, first she takes a shower in his house, which seems inadvisable as the person who just murdered him. That's true. You think you wouldn't be inclined to hang out or talk to people on your way into... Oh, well, I guess she was planning on killing those guys as well. Yeah. Okay. I'll give her that one. I'll give her that one. <laughs> uh, but as she she's like cleaning herself up... One. Remember when uh, What's we first meet her, you hear the fuck noises coming from the apartment? She didn't yeah. take a shower afterwards. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, what was oh, special yeah. about this guy? Huh? Hmm. <laughs> um, well, I'll tell you. While she's drying off, she starts hearing uh, him whispering her name. She comes back into the bedroom where he has a pillow over his face. I don't know why, because that's not how she killed him. Yep. She, she just also ceremoniously put a pillow over his face as... Like coins on his eyes <laughs> to shepherd him off to Hades. Uh, and when she uncovers his face, well, he's a vampire. But I don't know if he's a vampire or a demon. Because the next, he he pops up. split hairs here? Well, he pops up and he like bites into her neck and blood goes everywhere, right? And cut to, yes. smash cut to the next scene, uh, which is the morning after. And he walks out to his car with golf clubs and waves to his neighbors. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. He can't be. You can't be a vampire during the day. You, certainly not. <laughs> You're not going to go. Not going to go golfing. Certainly. I I mean, what is a what is a golf tee? But a tiny wooden stake. The, ri <laughs> the risk is too high. It's, the juice. It simply ain't worth the squeeze. I'm afraid. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I love that those guys are just like, hey, who's that guy? And they're like, I don't fucking know. And then they just go right back to not caring about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and that's that's it. That's, that's the end of that story. Yeah. So this next segment, I kind of feel like this one was my favorite one. I uh, loved it, man. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been a standalone movie and <laughs> be my favorite movie. <laughs> it's... Which one? Such a funny premise. It's so fucking, it's so batshit crazy. It's the one where the college students go to visit their professor. Oh my God. Yeah. This is absolutely insane. So the two guys that uh, we saw in the last segment that were like, that had their, their jaws on the ground when they saw the, the call girl walking into the house, they were like, hubba hubba. Um, we see where they were going, and they were going to their professor's house. The one we saw from the beginning with the fucking remote control turning people into rabbits. Um, and they are super excited to be there and to meet the professor's new wife. 
or bride to be. Um, this whole scene though, like the professor is like that actor is just cranked up with whatever he <laughs> whatever he thought he was doing. He was taking big swings, and I really like that. <laughs> oh yeah, he was a uh, he's a real B twelve bad acting supplement <laughs> of a guy. Um, yeah. Also, by the way, I want to thank you for correcting yourself. At first, you called her his wife. Yes. Then you corrected yourself to wife to be. That's very uh, important it, for it, later. It, it means a lot to me to hear you respecting the institution of marriage. <laughs> well, you're a married man. I don't so, want to offend you. It's okay. You can. <laughs> I just realized I haven't been wearing my ring for like a day and a half. So thank, actually, thank you for saying that. <laughs> I'm bad at this. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, so I, I did pull a clip from uh, like the very beginning of this segment. Uh, like the dean of the school is going to to check on this professor. Um, hang on. Hey, is the dean the grandma? Uh, meh, maybe. That's possible. Oh, we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure we don't care. And yes, she is. Okay, good. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, hold on. I want to play this. I like to think most of this was a budgeting crisis where they couldn't hire enough actors, so they just put the <laughs> characters in each other's scenes. Oh, the grandma's the dean. Yeah, yeah close enough. <laughs> Why the we fuck not? Six hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You had a clip. Yep. <laughs> so, when will we see what you're doing in there? Well, as you know, that's my deal with the university. I teach, and you allow me to work on my project. I know, Dayton, but it's been over 20 years. Well, actually, <laughs> you'll find out sooner than you think. It's This guy has been working in secret for 20 years. And, the, and they're just like, uh, I wish this wasn't our agreement with him. <laughs> and they just continue but, to fund him. Look, you gotta you gotta honor your agreement with one guy. <laughs> yeah, with that one guy. Oh. Does uh, the grandma have any feelings about the size of this guy's ass? Uh. <laughs> Does he have a big fat ass? I mean, it seems to be a concern of hers. Does she? What did she say? Oh, she was. Uh, this is Alice's grandmother, right? Oh my God! Yes, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, jeez! Yeah. Wow! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, confusing movie. It, it's cool. <laughs> no, it's a, it's it, it's a it, good it movie. Warrants good repeat movie. viewing. For sure. <laughs> yeah, it, it's rewarding on repeat views. Oh God. Um, yes. So, sorry, sorry about the ass thing. It's cool. <laughs> um, it's cool. So the the professor is explaining to these two guys that you know he met this. He's being very like cagey about all the details. Though. He's saying like, oh, my new wife and she's going to be, you know, you'll meet her soon enough. And oh, what about that project you've been working on, Professor? Well, you know, that's going pretty well, but we don't want to talk about that. You're here for my wedding. Ah. And they're like, yeah, you're right. And they, there's this other bit of dialogue here. I want to play. Hold on. After all these years, we thought you were a confirmed bachelor. So did I. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, did the did the writer of this movie just not know what a confirmed bachelor was? I think that must be the case. Otherwise, they allude to a sexual journey on the professor's part <laughs> that I would love to. I'd, I'd watch a movie about that. Yeah. So, 
a confirmed bachelor is is an old term, right? Like that's what uh, like closeted gay the, men would. Yeah, like what people that's would what call the Italian guy from Mad Men would be called. Mm-hmm. He's a confirmed bachelor, right? Like they when back in the day when you just couldn't be out and you like just never got married or dated in in the public. You yeah. that's, back in the day, two thousand six. Yeah, in two thousand and six. <laughs> That people would just say, "Oh, he's a confirmed bachelor," because it was just easier, I guess, right. than accepting right. people how they are. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, I was taken aback by. So did I. I also thought I was a confirmed bachelor. <laughs> usually, that's not the, the. Usually, that's a one-way street in the other direction. Right. But. <laughs> So um, the 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 fiance comes out and she she's very young she's this blonde woman um, who just brings out like some cookies for them to eat or whatever and the guys start freaking out about this they like cannot wrap their minds around it they are like give me a drink I'll take a triple <laughs> hold on well you're Am I... so she had she's. She keeps bringing out like pierogies, like a lot of pierogies. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. To really hammer home the fact that she's Eastern European. Right. Just massive trays of pierogies with like decorative letter- lettuces and stuff. <laughs> really pulling out all the stops. But like these guys cannot wrap their mind around the professor having a younger fiance. Like they've never heard of like an age gap in, in people's relationships. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, especially with academics too. Right. They're not. They're not famous for that. <laughs> right. Um, and then they're like, "But wait, what about? Remember when the professor was always talking about making the perfect woman?" And it and then it cuts to cut to that weird like <laughs> that Terry Gilliam yeah. fisheye lens. Yeah. Like he's trapped in a fucking crawl space. Hold on. Yeah, I got that. Then he would joke that if he could create the perfect woman if i could create the perfect woman make sure there was an on off switch in there somewhere (laughs) and the volume control (laughs) jesus christ and apparently he is uh addressing the women that benny hill chased around on the (laughs) benny hill show (laughs) just like (laughs) like coy giggling yeah no, but like, but it, I mean, his his opinion of women is just like your 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 bad uncle's opinion. He's just like, oh, these women wish they came with an on-off switch. You know what I mean? <laughs> like what? You're oh, you know, I, I, you're an academic. You're supposed to be teaching us something. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Like, they're those two guys are supposed to be his brightest students, and they just took that at face fucking value. Yeah. Also, that they logged that at all. Like, if someone said that. I'd remember it, but just to be like, hey, you know what a fucking creep this guy is? You know what he said the other day? I wouldn't think he's building a lady. So, uh, but that's exactly what they think, is that the professor's project that he's very secretive about and uh, is that he has built this uh, this woman, this robot woman, to uh, to marry and live with forever. So they start forever. like... They well yeah they start like questioning her about things and like oh how'd you guys meet and she's like oh I don't remember and all of these things and they're they're looking at each other like yup robot for sure classic robot shit <laughs> yeah 
And then they they pick up like <laughs> they pick up some power tools and they're like, "All right, let's find our on-off switch." <sighs> this is fucking crazy. <laughs> It's so funny. It's like a perverse, <laughs> weird science or something. But yeah. Dismantle of woman. It's. They, I, I, I wish it was a standalone movie. Yeah. No. This. Yeah. I want to see what happens to these guys after uh, after this segment ends. How they how they go about their their lives. How they live with themselves. <laughs> so they they bonk her on the head, and cut to cut to a scene of <laughs> it them. Is a, it's a full Elka bong. Yeah. Uh, them, they're just covered in blood and they're just in body parts. They're just picking up body parts and just they're amazed at how lifelike this robot is. <laughs> and and just like, oh, my God, feel this. And all the blood. It looks so real. And that she the guy picks up the head and opens it up and like they start playing with the brain. Yeah. <sighs> and uh and then the professor's like, hey. Oh, wait. The professor no. comes home and they're like, oh, they, shit. They look at a scrapbook and they, they find out that she's she was a mail-order oh, bride. Right. And that they've they've killed and dismembered this woman. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the professor comes back home and he starts calling out to everybody for about five minutes. He's just he's standing in one place calling out to people um, while these two guys hide all the body parts in just different places in like drawers um cabinets oh, in the man. refrigerator in and yeah in the oven which is on and oh god <laughs> yeah the professor <laughs> opens up the oven and the this this girl's head is is in the oven open and he just sort of like oh man just sort of like <laughs> oh shucks kind of a what sh- what have you boys done this time? <laughs> so good. So it's, it's his like a solution. Mr. Show sketch. I fucking love that segment. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah, yeah they, it's the most I like fun the, out of all of so this. Fun. Yeah, it it is the most fun. I hate saying it, but that the part where they play with a dismembered woman's body is definitely the most fun part <laughs> of the movie. They each like they're each picking up a leg and playing with it at separate intervals. Like I I don't know. I like that. Oh, the skin looks so real. It's so good. Yeah. It's brilliant (laughs) comedy. I just like that, like, they, when they were shooting, they were probably like, yeah, just riff, just have fun with it. And they kind (laughs) of ran out of extremities to do bits with, so they had to start recycling. (laughs) Like, uh, how about he does a leg thing, too? (laughs) So, yes. Then the professor's best solution to this problem is not to have those two guys arrested for killing his wife but to go buy a a book of advanced voodoo uh, from <laughs> from that guy who won't stop yelling right from the this is a man of science yes yeah. okay um right voodoo. advanced voodoo <laughs> um and then then we come to our 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 next final uh segment which is it's the longest one. It's a half an hour long, and it probably deserves the like the least amount of time. I would oh say. Oh my god, I found this so tedious. <laughs> um, ju- just the what happens here, like how this all happens. The guy, this this drunk doctor, um, 
he buys a hot dog from the hot dog stand, drops it. It gets covered in like sidewalk, you know, dirt. Poison, I think. Yeah. And he gives it to the homeless guy and the homeless guy, he like, I thought he he choked on the hot dog, but no, he, he died from eating the, poison, eating. Yeah. Poison. Dirty dirt. hot dogs. Dirty hot dogs. <laughs> Check off hot dog. Uh, and there, there we go. Is. Right. <laughs> and the rest of this segment is just this guy being a piece of garbage <laughs> to other people. While every once in a while, uh, the ghost of this uh, homeless man who died, like, comes to haunt him. You know what this th- this is? That one short from one of the creep show movies where is it the hitchhiker? Yep, is that it's, what it's called? It's the hitchhiker. Yep. This is the hitchhiker, but a half hour long, and the main guy who like clearly is some sort of failed stand-up comic is just <laughs> being as annoying as possible. Uh, you didn't like him riffing on people's uh, like diseases when he's <laughs> when he's all the Chinese stuff, like so, so much, much Chinese chi- stuff. <laughs> Where did all that Chinese stuff come from? Um... <laughs> hey, that's that's a question I'm asking myself about American manufacturing every day. <laughs> oh, you bring up the hitchhiker from Creepshow too. Uh, apparently. Uh, the homeless man's ghost keeps muttering thanks for the good dog, which is a reference to thanks for the ride lady, which is what they used to say in the hitchhiker. Didn't know that. Wow. Did, wow. did you just read that in the IMDb trivia? On the, it's on the Wikipedia. Oh man. That's, that's Damn, a thank good you for doing. Thank you for doing research. I probably should have told you that that's not what kind of show this is. <laughs> really appreciate it. I mean, I had to follow along on the Wikipedia as I watched this because I was confused by everything. Right. So this guy is a bad doctor um, who just he drinks a lot. Uh, he doesn't have he doesn't take very good care of his patients. He keeps seeing this uh, homeless person, uh, you know, and he's, he's like he's scared. He's running away, but he's not like. I don't know. It doesn't like interrupt his day that much. Like he's he's still like partying at that weird demon party. Um, brings like a bag of assorted uh, met, like pills. Just like oh, a, it's like yeah, a like a Zip gallon Ziploc Zip bag. <laughs> yeah, full of pills. Right. Um, I mean that's fun. You know, we're just about done with this movie. The guy, the, the I think so. The homeless guy shows up one last time, scares him, and scares him to death. Right. I guess. I guess. Yeah. And then the last scene sure. of the movie is the wedding of the professor and his uh, his big bad voodoo bride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite Such of the Swan Revival brides. <laughs> How does voodoo put a person back together? Was I that addressed? He, I think, Did it show him doing well, this? No. This was all off screen. Which is... <laughs> crazy that's a lot to just leave off screen yeah i um, i assume that he put her back together and then used the voodoo to uh you know bring her back to life uh <laughs> he's wearing a top hat and then when yep. they get in the car he throws the top hat in the back seat and then a rabbit crawls out from underneath it yeah he brought that rabbit with him to his wedding but left it in the car oh my god <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was under his hat the i would have Oh yeah. 
Oh, is that the joke? Yeah, Probably. it's like a yeah, yeah like a, I'm pulling a rabbit out of your hat. Oh boy, very funny stuff. Very very funny. <laughs> um, I really oh fuck, what was I gonna say? It was good too. Damn, maybe you'll never know how good it was. <laughs> it's a bummer. It's a real bummer. Oh no, I would pay any amount of money to watch the professor do voodoo. <laughs> like that actor. Oh, give me that. That's the good stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know this overall, this is so far my least favorite creep show movie. Yeah. Uh, wait, what do you, the last shot of the movie is, um, it's, it's the guy selling hot dogs and he turns his head and he, he looks like a creeper. Um, uh-huh. and, and then like it's bad special effects and it starts like melting his face and it looks like just like blood and and I don't know stuff is just pouring out from under his skull cap. It's so <laughs> off putting because isn't every other special effect practical up until this point, and then you just get this weird CGI coming out of his face? Yeah, so yeah. weird. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. Um, I don't know. What do you say? What? How about we cover our segments, All right. Rob? Great. Oh, that hurts my parts. This is Oh That Hurts My Parts. Uh, if uh, you're new to the show, I'm going to go ahead and tell you what the, what's going on here. Uh, we're just going to go around and we're going to talk about our least favorite thing about the movie. What hurt our parts? Rob Wisman, Rob. Uh, what hurt your parts? Uh, what hurt my parts was <clears throat> probably that the dismembering of the professor's wife segment wasn't most of the movie. That was probably the worst thing about it. Everything else was terrible, but that was a gem hidden in the rough. Diamond hidden in the rough. It's the promise of what could be just ripped away. If if that was just a standalone, like Weekend at Bernie style movie, where those two kids accidentally killed the professor's wife, I that would be like a top ten movie for me. I love that. Yeah, you can't put you can't just put a pair of sunglasses on just like a <laughs> big drum of body parts. You're gonna have to do a lot more work to sell that. Uh, Rob uh, Avon, what what hurt your parts? Um, uh, that final I don't know the the first segment and the last <laughs> segment with the doctor really bad. Um, but pr- probably when the doctor is doing like. There's just that montage of him seeing patients. They do it twice. There's like yeah. the first montage, which goes on way too long. And then uh, there's a whole like, there's a scene. And then like the next day, they show another montage of him seeing patients. It's way too much. They could have hey, taken 10 are, minutes out just there. How are you supposed to cut stuff when it's all gold, you know? Yeah. Dan, what uh, what hurt your parts? Well, I'm so glad you asked. I think I think the first story, uh, everything about it really, really bothered me. And then the fact that she just has to live out the rest of her life as a rabbit, uh, th- that really bummed me out. Mm-hmm. She didn't do that much wrong or even really anything wrong. <laughs> right. She was just like a 16-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah. It's been funny yeah. if those two college kids thought it was a robotic rabbit and dismembered the rabbit as well. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a good payoff. Yeah. Oh, the professor story. was always talking about how he'd make the perfect rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, All right. Um, I guess that brings us to shining moments, please. This shining moments. It's sort of the opposite <laughs> in a lot of ways of, oh, that hurts my parts. Because now we're going to go around. We're going to say, what, sh- what shined in this movie? Rob Wisman, what was your shining moment? Okay, I think I did the first segment wrong. The the worst thing was probably <laughs> grandmother. And I, I kind of like that you managed thing. to make... You made both the same. I like that. I mean, like, my favorite part. Um, it's that probably, probably, um, probably the uh, wedding at the end. That was such a good payoff to that story. I laughed out loud when like her <laughs> eyes started bleeding through her, the gauze on her face. That was really yeah. funny. I, I do kind of like the commitment to having the wedding. <laughs> yeah, they, they have I mean, to show it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we all, yeah, we already booked the venue. We paid the caterers. We got to. So what I like there and what I wish we could have seen was the following uh, reception. I want to <laughs> see, I want to see them get through that. That's the movie. The honeymoon would have uh, been. That's oh god. No, oh, yeah. That's that's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's Creep Show 4. I, I think hope. the movie ends with them shutting the door to the honeymoon suite, but <laughs> as he's closing the door, he like looks at the camera and waggles his eyebrows. Uh, <laughs> and th- <laughs> and then the literal Looney Tunes music starts playing. <laughs> Not a sound alike, the exact thing. <laughs> uh Rob Avon, what's your shining moment? Uh, there's a there's a part in the Professor Bride segment where they're talking about how the professor is such a prankster, and they it cuts to like it cuts to a few scenes of him pulling pranks on people, and one of them is where he he takes control of somebody's car oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. with a with a remote control like you know car uh, controller with like the big antenna, and he's like. They don't show the car or anything. They just show him controlling it. And he's like very excited about this thing. And then he crashes the car and he just sort of like closes up the antenna and like, <laughs> like backs away slowly. Uh, yeah. I like just closing up the antenna. Like if anyone walked by, they'd be like, well, it couldn't have been him. The antenna's drawn. <laughs> right. Uh, I thought that was, that was very, I laughed at that. I thought that was very funny. That was a good moment. Didn't they say that like, didn't he cost someone their leg? Mm, I don't know. Uh, maybe that's maybe I'm misremembering. No, it's uh, possible. Well, I'll Damn, tell you what's... what my shining moment was. Please. Uh oh, maybe I won't. I I don't know. I didn't none of this really grabbed me. Like, yeah, the stuff with the mail order bride was definitely the most fun. I guess I really loved that she kept bringing out huge platters of food for two guys. <laughs> there were like three or four massive trays of pierogies a very heavy food uh, and you could argue that I get too bogged down in details and you'd be right that's probably it for me I don't know yeah you guys kind of hit on all the good stuff already so uh, I'm, I'm just terrible what's up Oh, I was just uh, saying just, yeah terrible movie man <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a really, real, really bad. real dog shit film. All right, well, Dan, Dan, does that bring us to King Tropes? 
Oh, God. I honestly, I don't know if I'm physically capable of doing the new one this week. We may have All to right. Let's, we'll either do... drop it in or use <laughs> the old one. All right, here we go. In the book I'm working on now, there's a spooky monster. Uh, this is King Tropes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, uh, Wisman, we recently introduced a new bumper for this segment, which is uh, it's a really long system of a down parody i don't know why maybe maybe everyone's glad that we're not doing that this week yeah if if you like it let us know and if you don't like it shut the, it? shut the fuck yeah, up yeah, let you? me follow let me follow my new metal bliss <laughs> <laughs> i uh i was joke i was talking to them about someone the other day weirdly and i called them new metal and they were like hey system of a down is not new new metal oh what is, are they is that true I, don't I, know. I guess they're I've heard alt metal. That was that's what they told me to say instead was that they're alt metal. No. But like, I don't know. I don't think who I don't it, think we have to. Who 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 was this person? They sound like they're a lot of fun to hang out with. This is my piece of shit uh, co-worker. One of my <laughs> piece of shit co-workers who I actually went and saw Queens of the Stone Age with the other night. Oh, cool. Good guy. I think there has to be some uh, kind of rap element for it to be new metal. Right. Is that see, I thought there was like new metal and rap metal. And my counterpoint to him was like Rage Against the Machine is pretty good, but rap metal categorically sucks. And I feel like that's the case with System of a Down and New Metal. Hmm. Airtight. Yeah. No, you can't. Smartest guy on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Got this huge fucking brain I'm carrying around. Uh, So this is King Tropes. Yeah. Uh, We're going to, we're going to, go through i mean do you have any rob avon um i mean just the the one rob mentioned before the with like the uh where the guy kills the the homeless guy and then he just keep keeps coming back to haunt him that's very similar to uh the hitchhiker yeah um what else got a bunch of black mirror tropes sounds like yeah yeah no i don't think this is <laughs> I don't think anything else, like, nobody else has been turned into a rabbit. Um, no. Was Stephen King involved in this movie? No. No. None of the original Neither people. Neither he nor George Romero were yeah. involved. Ah. So. Uh, it showed. It showed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, guess, I guess that brings us to our penultimate segment, our most popular segment. Where was Slimer? Uh, I personally, I saw, I mean, a movie with a hot dog cart. You better believe there's a few Slimers running around in this movie. <laughs> I mean, the uh, whole movie Wisman centers did... around a hot dog cart. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you could argue that the dead guy with the, holding the hot dog is a Slimer. Oh, yeah. Huh. You could. You could. Uh, Wisman, did you see any Slimers maybe creeping around in the background of this movie? I'm sorry. What is this segment? The actual Slimer <laughs> uh, from Ghostbusters? Yeah. Did Did you see Slimer from Ghostbusters anywhere in this movie? We, we try to go through every week and make sure uh, we did or didn't see Slimer. Uh, the closest thing had to have been the ghost of the homeless man with the hot dogs. That's I, got. No, I, agree. I didn't see Slimer otherwise. I got to agree. And that may be like the closest we've ever come to, to like really seeing Slimer in one of these yeah, things. Closest we've ever oh, come to an onion head. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, no, we're just holding out for the for the day that Slimer <laughs> turns up in a Stephen King movie. <laughs> uh, and this is where Slimer. <laughs> the search continues. All right. Uh, and that brings us to our final segment, IMDb. They just cheated us. This isn't fair. Oh, this, of course, is IMDb, where we compare our opinion of the movie against the average user score on IMDb.com. Wow. 3,866 free time havers logged on to (laughs) IMDb.com, found their way to the page for Creepshow 3. Not one, not two, but three. And awarded this an average user score of... Three out of ten stars. Three point zero out of ten stars. Uh, do we, as a group, feel like this is a fair rating? Nah. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> Professor's Wife segment was so good. It's at least a five. It's a complete waste of time. But you think you think that that segment raises this alone. whole movie up to a five? Absolutely. I feel like wow. I'm a better. And having seen that, <laughs> a better comedy writer having come out the other end of it, it was perfect. You That's could absolutely, you could beat for beat steal this scene, and no one would ever know. <laughs> so you don't even have to write it out; just transcribe it. Yeah, um, five, uh, five point two out of ten. Oh, what I'm with. love it! All right, uh, Avon, how about you? Uh, I'm, I think three is probably a little, even a little generous. Uh, but yeah, it's a three. I'll stick with three. That, that middle segment, the, the professor's wife, that's worth, uh, three stars alone and everything else is garbage. (laughs) I'll tell you what, I'm going to split the difference between, uh, Avon's three and Wisman's is 5.2 and I'm going to give this a (laughs) 4.1. (laughs) <laughs> great no yeah refuse to take a firm stance right. no i mean this was i i my honest opinion is that this was a piece of shit and i'm mad that i watched it and i hate this show yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh and fuck you guys you're both nice <laughs> and that's all i have to say i think all right yeah. well that just about does it uh for creep show three uh, no one will ever talk about this movie again after this episode's done recording uh, on this show or anywhere else in the world for the rest of human history. Right. So, yeah. So congrats to Creepshow 3 on, wow, having a, an hour and 20 minutes of existence <laughs> dedicated to dissecting your movie. Yeah. And mostly, and by dissecting, I mean mostly just muttering and going like, "I don't know, it was a piece of shit." What do you want me to say? <laughs> this, this honestly, this has to be the most anybody's talked about this movie, right? Like the longest period of time anybody sat down and actually uh, yeah. talked about this. I mean, you're insane if you think the press junket lasted this long. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was like a straight to video movie. So yeah. I, I truly, I think this is by far the most attention anyone's ever given it. Uh, which should be great for like search engine optimization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should be. Yeah, a lot of people are gonna find the show through this. I bet. Speaking of uh, search engine optimization, guys. Oh yes, please, please <laughs> I, speak more about it. <laughs> we um, we've talked about this on the, in the last couple episodes. Just want to reiterate this. 
that we are starting a beef with the other King Me podcast. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So if in, in case you are jumping back in or you're a new listener, um, there's now a second podcast called King Me. Um, and it's about Stephen King stuff, which like fine, you know, we're not geniuses for naming our show King Me. That's an easy parallel thinking thing to happen. Sure. However, the premise of this podcast is the exact same as ours. Mm-hmm. They are only watching the film adaptations and they're going in chronological order. Right. They're so, stealing our two things. So <laughs> that's right. Um, so in honor of uh, of this episode, is it also two dudes? I, no, it's hosted by uh, one dude and one woman. So they're also more inclusive than we are, which I'm in, <laughs> I'm pissed about. <laughs> um, so uh, in honor of this being the Creep Show three episode, yeah, let's listen to their episode three, which is about Creep Show. Oh, and nice. We'll, and let I'm gonna do a dumb guy voice that uh, mimics everything they say. All right, go ahead. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Hold Danger on. in a way that the other shorts don't at all, even a little bit. It seems like they would have shown up and then they were like, cool, so we're going to bury you to your neck and wait for the time to come in. Like, no, I know that's the plot, but like, what are you going to do for special effects? Oh, uh, I know that's the plot. <laughs> I know that's the plot. Oh, what about the special effects? Duh. Horrible show. So <laughs> with that said, forget, yeah. Make sure to go on the iTunes, uh, go on the podcast app, give us uh, five stars, rate and review us, mm-hmm. and then go to their show and rate and review them three stars, please. You're right. Yeah. Three stars and say and write in the comment, forgettable. Yes. Uh, and if you want to do like, uh, if you want your review, even it could be like in brackets, you put dumb guy voice. And then after that, <laughs> if, you're, if your review is just the exact, text of their show description that would be fine by me make your review just these guys have such horrible opinions on special effects just go in on that yeah Yeah, uh make the comment be like uh uh, love the love how dry it is not a fan of all the racial slurs they use Great. We're gonna we're gonna get them. <laughs> no, we, we, we are gonna get them. We, uh, there's too much at stake here. We must win. Okay. All right. Let's 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 wrap this shit up. Yep. Uh, Rob Wisman, of course. Thank you for being on yeah. the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate uh, it. What, Thank you for making me watch this movie. Oh yeah. I I sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I sorry. I sorry. <laughs> we couldn't meet under better circumstances. But uh, open invitation. If there's anything that was made in recent years you want to talk about, we'll we'll make it up to you. We'll we'll do you right. Um, I assume you guys have done the new it, right? Uh, no, not, no, not we're yet. going in true oh, chronological order. Oh well, when we, that comes up, we, I would love because I love the hell out of it. Oh great, yeah, same. Put me on that one. I, yeah, you're you're in. It's all you. Um, cool. is there? What would you like to plug at this time? Uh, we have a gaming stream, twitch.tv slash gooffkings. Uh, people seem to like it, so check it out. <laughs> we just dick around and play video games, and that's about it. All right. All right. Fantastic. Um, 
And for us, well, I'll say this. You can follow us on Twitter at KingMePod. You can follow us on Facebook. Um, email us at KingMePod at gmail.com. These are all great ways to get in touch with us, and we love being in touch. Um, additionally, if you're not already aware, we have a weekly bonus show on Patreon that you can access for a, sub- a monthly subscription of $5 or more. If you do the $5 or more, or sorry, $5 a month, you get the bonus show and a shout out on King Me. If you do 10 or more, you get those two things plus a King Me mug. Very nice mug. Uh, is this not only a bonus one-ish- is this not a bonus episode? Oh no, this is the this is the real deal. Oh wow. I'm usually yeah. asked to come on bonus episodes. This is big. <laughs> <laughs> no way, man. We are small potatoes. So uh <laughs> um yeah, all that all that business. Rob, what are we what are we doing next week? Uh, next week, um we're gonna be talking about the two thousand and seven movie fourteen oh eight with Ah, John Cusack Cusack and uh, Samuel L. Jackson, pretty sure? Yes, that feels right. Yeah. Uh, The first Stephen King, Cusack, Jackson uh, team up. But not the last. But not the last, yeah. Weird. Weird, (laughs) weird stuff. Well, looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, Until next week, I am, of course, Dan. I am Rob. Gagliardi. Avon. and Rob Wisman, will you join us in our sign-off where we just say Stephen King's name in a long, drawn-out voice? Because we couldn't be bothered to think of anything better. On Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> One, two, three. Stephen, Stephen King. King. Yeah. 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 Yeah.